It's Tuesday, January 28, 2014. There's a, uh, a crater about uh, 30 feet in diameter, about 10 feet deep. TransCanada's natural gas pipeline explodes. There has been an oil spill in the Delaware River in Delaware County. Oil pipeline spills in Philadelphia. Plus, that's our polar vortex. Polar vortex. Polar vortex. It's a polar vortex redux making Alaska warmer than Florida. All of that and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Senators Bernie Sanders and Brian Schatz pushing TV networks to do more climate change stories. Should the government be telling the TV networks what's news? Apparently someone's got to Eric Bowling of Fox News. And you know what? The media is already talking about this. If you turn on MSNBC or CNN, every single day they're talking about global warming. <laughs> Americans are tired of hearing about this. <sighs> this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, we are celebrating our 10-year anniversary at bradblog.com this Woo-hoo! week. And uh, to celebrate, I went out and got food poisoning. So I, I will either be way more snarky than usual or way less snarky than usual today. I have no idea what do you have for us today? <laughs> well, first off, it is the return of the polar vortex. Yet another blocking pattern in the jet stream is sending deep Arctic cold into the Midwest and South, pushing deep drought to California and crazy record warmth to Alaska. In Alaska on Sunday night at 10 p.m., parts of Alaska were warmer than all of the continental U.S. except South Florida and Southern California. Got that? In Alaska. And of course, yes, everyone's got that. We see it all the time on CNN and MSNBC, who do nothing but cover global warming. Right, and it might be nice for Alaskans, except that heat wave is triggering a series of some of the biggest avalanches ever observed in the region, like one that covered 52 miles of road near Valdez, Alaska. Valdez, Alaska. Why does that word uh, ring a bell for me? Because it's the name of the Exxon Valdez, the oil tanker that spilled all over Alaska's pristine Prince William Sound. Ah, yes, the Exxon Valdez. Well, I'm glad we learned our lesson from that 20 years ago and aren't... uh, transporting around dangerous oil and natural gas to have that kind of accident again, right? (laughs) No, no, I wish that were true. Oil and gas pipelines and infrastructure are blowing up all over the place. A massive fireball and pipeline rupture burned for hours. Just as temperatures plunged, a natural gas pipeline owned by TransCanada exploded in Manitoba, Canada over the weekend. Oh, it was like being at a a bonfire, but the problem was we're a quarter mile away and it was as hot as that. It was intense heat. That was intense heat from a quarter mile away. No one was hurt, and the cause of the explosion is still under investigation. TransCanada, the owner of that exploded pipeline, is the same pipeline company trying to build the controversial Keystone XL tar sands pipeline across the Midwest. This most recent exploded TransCanada pipeline has not been inspected by the company in over five years. The southern leg of the TransCanada Keystone XL pipeline just opened, and you've got folks in Texas out there doing neighborhood watch to look at the pipeline because they say, when these things uh, explode or leak, it's usually people who find it, not the fancy schmancy computer equipment that TransCanada tells us is on their pipeline, so we don't need to worry. Oil and gas infrastructure is really blowing up and wreaking havoc all over the place. Near Philadelphia... There has been an oil spill in the Delaware River in Delaware County. Officials who were on the scene say that about a 1,000 gallons of crude spilled into the water, the result of a broken pipe near Monroe Energy. And interestingly, that oil pipeline was located right on the 
River. It's the second oil spill in less than a week in the same area. The U.S. Coast Guard is cleaning up the spill, and who pays for the Coast Guard? Oh yeah, you do. Of course, these accidents are nothing new. A recent AP investigation found North Dakota has had about 300 oil spills in the last two years, but North Dakota state officials did not inform the public. State regulators say they're reconsidering the threshold for reporting spills to the public. That was after AP revealed a massive spill in northwestern North Dakota in October that they had kept absolutely quiet for nearly two weeks. Meanwhile, the U.S. National Transportation Safety Board has called for federal regulators to take more aggressive steps to protect the public and the environment from oil spills and fires from trains. The oil industry is shipping ever more oil and gas via our railways, but the NTSB says regulations are not keeping up with the boom in U.S. oil and gas production. And wasn't there also an oil train car dangling precariously over the Schuylkill River near Philadelphia just last week? Yep. And once again, it bears repeating with all these natural gas explosions and oil spills that there hasn't been a single explosion or death at a solar plant or a wind farm for years on end. For much more on those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Download us on iTunes, listen to us via Stitcher or TuneIn, like us on the Facebook, and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. And oh yeah, stop by Bradblog and help us celebrate our 10-year anniversary of course, without the food poisoning. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. Well, it's sailing up my dirty stream. Still I love it and I'll dream That someday, though maybe not this year, My Hudson River and my country will run clear.